Welcome to podcast 172 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Dave, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Dupe, Curti, Herb, and Friday Night FM. We've had a little change up to the format. We've got a save game focus. We'll be putting a content creator under the spotlight. But before we do that, go and check out our friends over at Below the Belt Grooming. They are on a mission to eradicate sweaty balls, and they've got the perfect gift to any father, son, partner, or colleague who wants to keep who wants to keep his jingle balls fresh and dry this Christmas. Below the Belt's festive range includes the Nutcracker gift set, which includes the Fresh and Dry Balls XL, which is specially formulated to keep your balls sweat and odour free. In addition to the Nutcracker, the Fresh Pants gift set, that's the ultimate stocking filler as well this Christmas to stop your chestnuts from roasting. You'll also find a whole host of other men's grooming products over on their website, which is at btbgrooming.co.uk. And we've got a special offer for all of our podcast listeners. You can get 10% off using the code potential so code potential for 10% off all products at btbgrooming.co.uk wave goodbye to sweaty balls and say hello to fresh and dry balls with below the belt grooming and that moves us on to our save focus hey big spender comeback king iron curtain unstoppable force there a couple of the steam achievements that you can lock on football manager 2021 and this week's save focus is all around dupes achievement Hunter Challenge, where he's going to be attempting to unlock every achievement available on the game. So, Duke, tell us about the challenge, what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, and wait for it, how you're going to achieve it. Hopefully I do. Hopefully I do. GG on that, man. That was one take. I'm impressed by that. Um, Yeah, so we're doing the Achievement Hunter. uh, We have to hit every single achievement. There's currently 98. I say currently. I hope that stays the same. I don't think they'll change it. I don't think it's in the the works to change, but we got to hit all... They might patch it. They might patch it. Right at the end. They've got to hit 98, every single one. And some of them are quite easy. Like, we've done 25% in, in our beta save alone. Uh, so we started off at Manchester United and we are going to different save universes and different areas to, to try and hit all of them. So I have four saves currently lined up. I have five in mind that I need to do, but I haven't uh, decided my fifth one yet. Um, so we started at United. We've hit like 25%. We're still not winning everything, which we probably should do with the team that we have built. Uh, but we have hit quite a few. Some of the tougher ones that we're going to have to hit we're going to need to kind of go a bit further afield. So, for example, we're heading over to Red Star FC over in Paris. Uh, very shortly, actually, probably well, tonight, the, the day this comes out. Um, we are heading over there to take them from the bottom to the top, fingers crossed. Uh, and that's an achievement. Um, and we will be looking at trying to play the game slightly different there. We'll also be integrating in with the, the, the Twitch chat a way of unlocking the chance to play me in a draft because we have to do 200 of them. So if you're listening wow. to the podcast and you'd like to dra- play me in a draft, feel free to come over at any time and just say, hey, play me in a draft and we'll play in a draft. Because between now and the end of the, the game cycle, we have to do 200. Now, one thing we have... I know that's probably going to be one of the toughest ones. Uh, one thing that we do have we have done is there's been a bit of a glitch Amazingly, the first year that I decided to do an Achievement Hunter, I've had a few glitches with the achievements themselves, some not popping up, some popping up. So at the moment, my, my Steam library says I've done 52% uh, when I haven't. So we, we've done, uh, Joe, thankfully, has made me a very clever spreadsheet uh, that lists all of the achievements and it kind of adds up the percentage as we go along when we hit yes. We're noting what in-game date that we've done it and we're also noting what save we've done it with. 
Um, so we are chucking them independently. Obviously, if it pops up in the right-hand corner, we'd then go and do it. And at the end of the season, we do kind of go down and go, right, have we won five games in a row without conceding? Yeah, look, we have. It hasn't popped up. Okay, we're taking that as an achievement. Because sometimes, apparently, they, they, they can and cannot sometimes do it. It could be a connection issue, apparently. So that's what we've gone for. Uh, how have you picked the teams then? So, because if you picked four and there's yeah. nine, actually, have you looked at all the achievements? Because how have you picked the? This is confusing. Yeah, so I've picked on the basis that we do need to do certain categories. So we need to win a World Cup, for example. So I have mm -hmm. to do international management. So we're going to go take England in the Euros <laughs> and the World Cup because on stream, I, I say like it was probably last year. Uh, I gave quite a, a way that I would like to manage the England team and, and then I've never really done it. So I would like to go back and kind of touch upon that and, and play that way and play my Mike Bassett way of playing England manager, right? That's, that's how everyone does it. Um, so that's mainly kind of it, to be fair. We could probably get away with it with that and an international. But um, you have to do certain things of signing players over a certain value. Uh, you need to which we've done at Manchester United purposely. We've paid more money for players so we could hit those achievements. Uh, we're also heading over to Philadelphia Union to do an MLS safe herb. I know you're going to be all over that. You did really well last year, so I'm looking Good forward luck. to that. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited for that, to be fair. Because of my love at the moment for uh, fantasy football and, and American football, I feel that I, I think I'm hoping that I might have a little bit of a leg up with knowing some of the rules of some of the other sports, right? And the way the draft works and the way the picks work. So hopefully that should help me a little bit. Uh, and then we, we're going to do the Red Star. So there's my four that I've got in, in mind at the moment. Uh, with the England mm -hmm. save, obviously, you know, World Cup comes around once every four years. Yep. Um, if you don't win a World Cup, mm -hmm. are you just going to stay England manager till the next World Cup? Or are you going to Dave and reload and replay no, so, the World Cup uh, until you win? Or? I kind of, to be honest, it's the quickest way of getting through seasons. Okay. And I have to play 30 seasons. Not that I don't want to win it for 30 seasons, Kurt. <laughs> um, we have discussed it in chat, whether we have to do 30 seasons in one save or whether, which is what the achievement would indicate, I believe, um, through Steam, is that you have to do it in one save, you play 30 seasons, or whether our two at United, our 15 at Red Star, our 12 at, um, at Philadelphia Union and our two at England would be enough to hit 30. I don't think it would be. I think would that you wouldn't pop the achievement up. So maybe if we don't win it for a couple of couple of years, Kurt, isn't the worst thing. So when you take over the new roles, you're not staying within that save universe. No, we're going to a new save universe because we've done a lot of damage at Manchester United, <laughs> <laughs> and we've we, yeah. I, I just feel that um, there's nothing better in my opinion than seeing and knowing a few of the players. Um, I loved Palermo. But at the, at the end, it was very difficult for people to relate to other teams because of the, all the new gens that were involved. Mm. Is the 30 years the toughest achievement on that list? No, because I've always said that as long as you can do it in game and it's legit, there's there's no problem with it. So we're not going to talk, we're not going to do saving and reloading or, like, or anything like that. I know that's available, but that's kind of frowned upon. We could go on holiday though. So we could finish Red Star let's say 20 seasons in and we could say, well, let's see how Red Star get on in 10 seasons time. So what we do on stream is we holiday for 10 years and then we've done our 30 years in one save. 
that makes sense. Mm. I think yeah, personally, yeah, and I think that's kind of a legit way of doing it instead yeah. of, you know, I could sit here now and just sim for 30 seasons yeah. and I think the achievement, but to me, that seems, a, I mean, yeah, that is a way of doing it. And I think that's still, that's a legit way because the holiday in is a function and it's mm. in the game. But I think to be involved in the save would make it more interesting. Um, I think the hardest one, in my opinion, is the not conceding for 30 games consecutive. That is going to be very tough. Competitive games, nonetheless. Uh, you talked about some of the damage you've done at Man United. Do you yeah. want to tell us more about that? Who have you signed? What have you won? Have you won anything? I, I mean, from the money that we've spent and the wages that we spend, uh, £6 million a week, um, I don't think it, we've won enough. We've won an FA Cup. We are... This is like midway through second season and we are on course that we're still in every cup. So we could win the lot this year. It's probably easier if I told you who I haven't signed, Curtie, uh, to be honest. Um, so I'll start from the top. <laughs> we haven't signed Messi and that's about it, mate. <laughs> no. um, we have Neymar. We have Ronaldo. We have Haaland. We have Martinez. We have Sancho. We have SMS. We have Koulibaly. We have Hakim. Uh, Hakimi. Uh, we have Dimarau, we have Scrinia, we have Donnarumma, we have Gabriel Barbosa, to name a few. Um, we may have one more that I might be forgetting. Oh, we have Haaland, of course, that's the one. Have you have you signed a load of these on Never Never? Mm, not really, to be fair. Yes, they're structured, um, but they are like that's the United way, right? That's why the hold-up with Sancho was this year, that the fact that United put it on. So I've done it very realistically. Um, I would say the only two that are proper never-never are Koulibaly and Skriniar. That I I didn't have much money at the first season, at the start of the save. So I kind of put 20, pound, 20 quid, 20 million up front for both <laughs> of them. And I was like, here's 60 million on the never-never. Here's 80 million on the never-never. The problem we have is we are spending 500 grand a week more than we've actually got in wages. That's what's causing our finances is there not a temptation to to stay until you win a major trophy to stay and wait until you win the league or the champions league given given that you've basically assembled the a, avengers like a, a dream team yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly um yes there is however i feel that maybe it could be a oh we could revisit this down the line because i'm so keen on starting the red star save um you know me, I prefer to be down at the you know the bottom and working up. I, I have to admit, at That's times, at times um, I kind of seem to click. And I mean, it's great for streaming because I'm just clicking continue, you know, there's my team, continue. You know, so it's great for that because I'd be really interactive with the chat. But I think, let's be honest, with the teams that I'm going to go manage, you're not going to see me pull any of these players at at Red Star. I'm not going to pull any of these players over at Philadelphia Union. So my, my kind of the argument was I'm just going to use them now and see what happens. Um, but yes, maybe we go back to it. But I don't think I can stay another year. And I might win it all now. Or not. We are quite far behind in the league. <laughs> did you break the transfer target one? I did. Not sales. It? Not sales. Mm. Um, I bought uh, the Koulibaly one was 89, uh, eight, uh, 91 million total um the selling one's quite tough because it was ronaldo but uh the selling highest sold player at red star was um 652 grand so we might be all right there after a couple of seasons 
That's mad. All the names you've reeled off and your biggest transfer was Koulibaly. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so you've got 10,000 of the best attacking players in world football. How are you putting them into your team? What, what system are you using? Well, I've kind of used Dave's three up top and just put six up top, um, basically. No, I am playing quite a simple formation of uh, a four at the back system with two midfielders, two wide players and two strikers. Um, and we're playing oh. Sancho on the right-hand side as a winger. Um, we play Neymar on the left-hand side as a inside forward. And then we're playing Ronaldo as an advanced forward with Martinez as a press. We do change that up at times. If one of the, if, if Sancho is kind of the key man, if he gets injured, we'll drop or he's out of form, we'll drop him and we'll, we'll bring Sancho, uh, we'll bring Neymar in and, in and we're playing him as a trek behind the strikers, which I've never done and actually quite enjoying that role, watching how Neymar just kind of drifts about and does what he has to do. And then we dropped another man in midfield, but we've got Pogba, an SMS. Um, we've also got a few more that can play in midfield. So, oh, we bought Declan Rice. That's another one. <laughs> um, oh, and Fabian from, from Napoli. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, that's how we're looking. Um, but I'm I'm really not sure. I, I'm basically I want to play a certain system, well, not a certain system, but I want to play quite a defensive system in France. So I'm just going all out attack here um, and seeing what can happen. So talking about Red Star, yes. have you done much research on it? And obviously they're, obviously what they do with their transfer restrictions? Yes. So the league state that we can only have three non-EU players, right? Yeah? That's, that's yeah, not what you're talking about. Like, no, no, no. A bit like Bill Bell, where they Red's- only sign Parisian players. <laughs> Don't do that to me, Joe. <laughs> Yes, I've researched that. Um, definitely, um, they sound convincing. Yeah, they <laughs> they on the club vision. They they want us to not basically sign anyone at all. Um, if we want to sign anyone, it needs to be from the lower levels of the domestic game. Um, and they the main focus is like the mo- main importance on the club vision of club culture is to develop players using the youth system and. That could be quite tough, but I quite like the idea of that. France is full oh. of good good players. I was only joking. I just wanted to see if you researched it. That's not, that's not a thing. <laughs> oh, I, I really <laughs> hoped it was the case. I kind, oh. of, I kind of thought it wasn't, but you said it so convincingly. I was like, oh, shit. Um, so the, the thing that is slightly bothering me after looking at the club culture is the fact that we have terrible facilities. So a lot of the time we're going to be taking is pushing through, trying to get into the uh, league de, and just trying to cement our position whilst trying to upgrade the facilities whilst using the 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 team that you know what we can win or what we can use from within um this is the third oldest club in france our stadium was built 111 years ago it's we're run down and it's going to take it's, it's quite a tough save that's all i'm going to put but we are hoping to be here for a while. You know, that was the, the ambition. Let's not get sacked. So, so have, so with, with the saves then, have you gone through the achievements and been like, all right, I think these seven I'll be able to do on this save. These 12 I'll be able to do on this save. So which ones with the Paris save then are you, have you earmarked as achievements for this save? Because surely you must have gone down and gone, right, I think realistically I can hit these, 
whatever it is, 15, 20 at Paris. Yeah, so when you when you kind of go through the achievements, pretty much, uh, to be honest, I've looked at kind of what I think is going to happen uh, at, mm-hmm. at, at Paris and how long it's going to take to do certain things. So you've got certain longevity ones, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah, which I think, to be honest... I did 50, uh, I did, uh, how many did we do? I think we did 15 years at Palermo. It's going to be longer than that, unfortunately, because we're, uh, with Palermo, we were very lucky to have a team that were a Serie B team that got chucked down to Serie D. So facilities-wise, we were really good. And that kind of pushed us up the league a lot easier. Uh, whereas with the Paris, with the Red Star, like we, we don't have any of that. We, we are really at the bottom. Um, but there was lots that we can kind of go through um, and, and kind of tackle mainly some of the selling the like the club record ones because they're not going to have the club records of not being that good but there's some really tough ones you know we got to go invincible we got to go the whole season without without losing a league game um you know there's there's some tough there's some tough and there's some also really you have to get quite lucky with so for example um on twitter last week as well this is coming out on monday i put a video up of uh, cristiano ronaldo scoring a half line halfway volley basically halfway line volley which to me i would say that would win goal of the season winning goal of the season is an achievement now mm-hmm. that is complete f- chance that that would be given goal of the season we don't know right so you have to play a certain way of football where they're shooting from distance because they love that those sorts of goals so fingers crossed that happens we've got uh, an achievement uh, where you have to win a competitive match with over 10 players out injured well what happens if you don't ever get 10 players out injured mm-hmm. that's almost impossible so there's there's lots that i think going through a lot of these achievements in a long-term save will be easier to get than a shorter term save because mm-hmm. you've got more probability of them coming up and popping up in my opinion okay cool that's really interesting actually because you almost would have to work against against your team or to the detriment of your team, or maybe your, the tactic that you're playing, mm. just to scru- to check off an achievement. Mm-hmm. Do you, I mean? I guess you will have to be quite ruthless as well in terms of timing and stuff like that. So, like this Red Star save, you know, you you obviously you love a sort of bottom to the top save. Um, you tend to get very invested with with the team that you're playing and stuff like that, um, which is awesome. You know, certainly as a viewer of the stream, it's great to see. Um, but you know, if it takes too long, if you like, for you to scrub off the achievements that you want to get with Paris, what you know, sort of what happens then? Like, are you are you are you in a potentially putting yourself in a position where you will have to move on before before you want to? Or yeah, I would I would say yeah, I would say I would I would agree with that. I mean, it's one reason why I haven't really picked that fifth save yet is because. It could be that, hang on, we need to do X, Y, and Z, and X, Y, and Z could be nailed down to a team like this. Um, but you're right. There's some times where, for example, we could be ready to go up, but we've not conceded in nine games and we have to win this game to go up. Well, hang on. There's an achievement if you don't concede in 10 consecutive competitive matches. That's easy for me to say. Um, then you get the achievement. So is it best that I sit back, defend, and don't concede to get that and maybe go up next season? Or do you go all out and try and, you know, what's the chances that you're not going to do that again? It, yeah, I, it's a tactical, like, to actually just working out how you're going to lay lay the foundations down for some of them. But yes, I think if we're 10 seasons in and we're still in the bottom of 
you know, the, the French leagues, then maybe it is time to go, that United save. Uh, should we go back and buy defenders? <laughs> you know, like you, I know you said earlier on about the holiday one, uh, to get that 30 seasons one, you might have to sort of holiday 10 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. But do you think like the ones like the injury one that you mentioned, if that never comes, you know, if that opportunity never happens that you're, you might have to almost manufacture that, i.e. putting injuries on players like at the start of a game with like an editor of some sorts and, and trying to win that game. Or do you want to, I know you, you're going to want to try and do it all naturally, but something like that, having 10 first team players out injured is going to be so hard to, to do, I think. I guess the only way, in my, I haven't really thought about it massively, but the only way I would think off the cuff now is never rotate my team, whack a shitload of training that's going to sure, cause training, yeah, them... Yeah to potentially get the injuries. Um, but I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't know, is there a way of putting injuries on players? Is that a thing? Uh, I'm not sure. It's a way of wiping them, so. Yeah. But yeah, so, I see so, what you mean, but no, I, I don't intend on, on doing it like that. I mean, so it's almost the sort of one that you'd want to get out early doors. Like yeah. if there's no if there's no pressure on you in the first couple of seasons to like to get promoted or whatever, it's almost the one where you just want to overtrain your players, don't rotate them and like just just almost like you know, try and get a bit lucky with it. Yeah. Um, whilst there's no pressure on you to succeed. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. I really do. Um, but it it's 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 a tricky one. It is a tricky one, and there's a few tricky ones. Um, <laughs> and then you'll get loads of people in your stream going, "What? You why aren't you playing him? He's like he's got like twenty fitness or something." <laughs> We're playing him till he breaks. Um, <laughs> but there's a you know uh, there's there's a few that. I think are nigh on impossible to get. So, the, you know, that's that's going to be tough. That one, uh, the, the not conceding a goal in 30 matches is going to be very tough. Um, and I also think that the 200, getting 200 um, drafts done is going to be pretty tough. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's like 200 your, match points in draft mode or 100 match. Still 100 matches. What's your plan for that? Like, are you doing a draft series? So my plan for that, to be honest, is um, is at the weekend or well, whenever really is is have is have the stream points available. So kind of go at it slow to start with, and then maybe you know there might be well, hang on, we need to get some drafts out. So let's do let's just smash a load of drafts out. Let me schedule a load of you, and then right, that's that's four streams, and we'll do that over the next two weeks or whatever, and that's that knocks off twenty people or whatever. I, I, the thing is, is it's not only hitting a hundred matches. You have to also win a certain amount by by uh, spending the least. You also have to win ten of them. You also have to sorry. You also also have to win fifty of them. So it might be that we do a hundred and I lose sixty of them, and I only win fifty. Well, hang on, we got to do another ten to win, and then I'll just invite Dave, uh, and I'm sure we'll win. <laughs> um, Shot for sure. My draft. My draft record is unrivaled. Ah, uh, mate, I don't <laughs> think I've ever lost a draft against you, uh, Dave. We did the we did the England one or the one where Heskey scored right at the end. Yeah. And we did the shot for shot, which I was winning at half time. I think that's the only two well, drafts we did. Also, done. I beat you in like the Christmas ones that we've done. Yeah, but you had Neymar. Uh, that was that wasn't that I wasn't. I still can't remember how I squeezed him in. I can't. I'm, I remember star. because I said. I said, I'm going to pick Pepe Reindeer. And you're like, oh, no, that, that's poor, that is. And then you go, right, I'm picking Neymar because he's the star of Brazil's team. I was like, what are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit, that's a bit, that's kind of peak, isn't it? Uh, 
Oh, no, it was Neymar North Star, wasn't it? I think or it was North yeah. Star. Yeah. Like that. I was like, what are you on about, yeah? So, um, yeah. one interesting one is uh, I've got to invite somebody to a network save. It doesn't say we have to play the network save. It just says we've got to invite you. So, um, but yeah, there's 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 some tough ones there. And I think, like, one of them is make it into the Worldwide Hall of Fame. That's 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 difficult, you know. But it's just, and especially if I'm doing different saves for each one. Save universes, I like to, as, as mm. you know. It's going to be tough. So you said you've left the fifth team up in the air. Yeah, I haven't really decided, to be honest, mate. Is there uh, is there an opportunity that the pod can decide or the listeners could potentially decide that fifth say later on down the line? I mean, I'm 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 down for anything really, um, as long as you don't stitch me up too much. Uh, <laughs> but we can definitely, maybe we could kind of all, all pick one and then stick it to a poll. Maybe that might be easier. Um, and then I'll definitely pick one that might be easier. <laughs> Actually, no, only four. There's only four on a poll. Yeah, I'm sure we can sort something out, okay? It just, you know, when I'm on 98% and you lot are picking me like some Brazilian team where I can't get the top European player, it'd be tremendous. Do you know what? Like, I, um, obviously I've, you know, we talked about some of the achievements and stuff and I've, I've obviously you've got like, what, about a quarter of them already with Man United and I was like do you know what this he's going to do it so easy but listening to this it is like it is a hell of a challenge Dave, possibly big, bigger say, than the Pentagon I was just going to say Dave what do you think is it harder than the Pentagon because the Pentagon was 100% in your in your hands right you decided whether you got you won the five Champions Leagues or not whereas here some of this I've if, you, if you're doing this like legit which I think you're going to do for most of them well, all of them. I Unlike think you with the Pentagon. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, like in terms, because you could, like, if anyone could, like, if you sort of use the editor or did whatever for achievements, you could, you could definitely do it. Because mm. you could make do a team with twenty attributes and win and do that thirty goal mm. one and, and stuff like that easy. No, it's but all going to be legit. Just, I mean, I don't think yeah, I'm going to finish exactly. it. Like, I'm going to be out there now. I think mm. you will. It's a tough challenge, which is. To be unfair, it's it's what's going to make it a bit interesting. The reason that I've done different saves, again, it kind of makes it quite nice that I know what's coming up and I know what to do, what I'm going to do. But I I think it's going to be very challenging to do. And I'm not sure, I don't know. Like, I'm going to, to be fair, my plan was to read, go and read a few things and see if anyone in the past has actually done it. I was, I was going to say, has I, anyone I, got Steam yeah. open? I'm just looking at what was yours uh, last, year? last year. What were the last couple of years as well? What what have people actually achieved? My I got sixty four out of ninety seven last year. I was just seeing like some of the ones that you mentioned. If I if I'd got any dupe, yeah, forty five out of oh, ninety seven last year. I'm interested to know that whether you get later on, you actually decide to change when your teams based on the achievements you've got left. I think that's always a possibility, right? Yeah, to look at it and be like, I've got these fifteen to go for. And then come up with a team. That you that's think kind of might. yeah. That's kind of what I was alluding to. You know, mm. there's going to be there's going to be points 50. where you might be really invested in a team, but actually you've got to walk away for the benefit mm, yeah. of the overall goal. Yeah, yeah. I got the uh, I've done I got about that fifty percent on the last. I got that four. worldwide hall of fame one, dude. Yeah, well, the Pentagon probably the did. Pentagon. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a high forty. Yeah, that's in, in like all of them. Yeah, so have I. Oh, I got sixty three last year. Sixty four percent. Um, there is a way of finding out, like, the, there you go, global stats. And this tells you mm. the percentage of people that's got them. And, like, you can sh see your, the hardest one that you achieved. And the hardest one that I achieved was community leader last year. You How do you see that, dude? Uh, 
uh, at the top oh, of your attitude. Yeah. I got community leader last year, which was you published an item to the Steam Workshop. 0.7% of players did that. Um, the next one was part of the furniture. You stayed at a club for one uh, for ten seasons. That was four point two. But there's lots here. Loads that, of fantasy draft ones are tiny, like aren't they? Yeah, but there's a lot here that like I didn't really do. So for example, Mr. Delegator, delegate all your staff responsibilities. We've done that. We literally delegated it to everybody. Then we reinstated it all back to me, and you know, then we went on our way. That there's an achievement done. Easy. The in-game shop. We went in. We went and viewed the in-game shop to get the in-game editor. Mm -hmm. you know bang mm. done easy but yeah. there's some tough ones there <laughs> some really tough ones there I got the the in game one that, that last year which I got was the 10 manager of the year awards and only 2.8% of people got that yeah, one well. but all the big. really low ones are like stuff like draft mode because like you say very yeah. little people play well, well we'll be playing I mean guys if you ever fancy a draft even like if you're streaming and that and you want to do some heads up draft like let me know because we need it so my steam has glitched and like i said we've we've achieved achievements that we haven't actually achieved one of them is your team hasn't conceded a goal in 30 consecutive competitive matches oh, it's not glitched no. by the way it's not glitched mm -hmm. <laughs> um so yeah that's 0.1 percent of people have actually achieved that um which is mad how, how are you keeping track of those ones that are glitched then are you just trying to keep your eye open yeah so we, we kind of at the end of each well at the end of the first season we kind of went through all of them um and you can kind of tell you know, the only ones that are quite difficult are, for example, the the club, um, like the shrewd, is it shrewd businessman or something? Yeah, where yeah, yeah. You have to do like 90% of your, your whatever and your wage, whatever, I can't remember what it is. 90% confidence in controlling the club wage bill. That, for example, that's quite tough to know that. Um, but yeah, you can kind of go through and you go, oh, hang on, we... We won that game 5-3. Oh, we were 2-0 down at halftime. That's an achievement. Bang. You know? So you can kind of go through them at the end of the season. Um, but like I said, a lot of them I haven't achieved yet. So they will pop up in the corner when I when I don't. Uh, I was just looking at my FN21 ones. The one that I haven't done is concede, uh, don't concede a goal in five consecutive competitive games. Wow. I've not done that yet. So. Yeah. No, it's... <laughs> it's on my defence side. Yeah. It's good. It, it, it should be exciting. Um... They're, they're, we, like some of them we're going to have to manufacture for example like it says head to head you've won a, a, a match against another person on a network save anyone want to do a network save gents <laughs> just just to let me beat you <laughs> that's the last one and you fuckers don't let me beat you come on <laughs> that'd be, oh that would be funny I think it's going to be frustrating as hell as well because mm -hmm. obviously you know a lot of these achievements there'll be times when you get really really close and then like you know, like conceding 30, 30 matches. Imagine if you get to 29. 20, 29 and, and, and stoppage time. And 85 minutes, yeah. And or the goalkeeper like that. boots it into his player and it goes into the back of the net. You'd, just, you'd want to throw yourself yeah, out Yeah, you see that behind me, Kurt. There's a window. That's just going to be a, a dupe-sized hole through there. <laughs> so I'm like, no, nah, I'm out of here. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm sure we're all looking forward to seeing how that goes across uh, the next sort of game year or so. Um, but we're going to move on to our spotlight now as well. So obviously when the transfer window is creeping up on you, your players have the wanted icon next to their name and now the board invite you to a recruitment meeting to discuss your future transfers. That's right, this week's spotlight comes courtesy of the byline and a Wednesday wisdom piece, which was written by Katie, aka at underscore K19X, who you who may previously know as, as you may previously know as, sorry, the inverted wingbacks. So obviously this piece was uh, on the Football Manager website, guys, on the byline, all about 
the new recruitment meetings, which is, uh, has become a part of FM Twenty One. So, what do we uh, what do we think of this this new feature? Many of you uh, used it yet? Well, I mean, I was interested to hear kind of obviously, you know, Joe's Mister Wheeler Dealer, and you've turned into mini Wheeler Dealer this year. So, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts because this is this is a feature that I've largely it's passed me by a little bit i think that's fair to say like i've i've got into the meetings and i've kind of you know i've i've had a little chat with the people involved in the meetings but i don't feel like i've got the best out of it yet certainly um certainly not to the extent that's been described in uh, katie's article on the byline so yeah i i was interested to hear if anyone has used it and uh, and what you think i've used it quite a lot i was going to say i've used it i've kind of I think since the beta as well, it's changed a couple of times with what you can do in there. I think the idea of it is really, really good. Um, and I think it's another one of those kind of football manager features that's going to only get better. Um, obviously, I was doing West Ham and obviously any time David Sullivan walks in, I'm just thinking, oh, great, we're going to sign. He's going to want us to sign some shit player off of Silkman's radar. Um, but it's, it's quite good. I like the fact kind of that you decide whether you want them to be scouted quickly or you're not kind of overly fast, you can set the kind of the rules in there rather than having to go and do it through scouting assignments, etc. So it's been, I think it's, it's a tidy little addition, but I think it's one of those that they could develop into something really good as kind of, you know, maybe they'll patch it as a year goes on or maybe it'll be something in FM22 that kind of, you know, is a big part of it because I think recruitment is, is a massive part of Football Manager and... Whereas I've always kind of, you know, the next man up thing, it's something I've always had written down, whereas now it's kind of in the game that, you know, they're doing it for you. They're kind of saying this player is expected to be sold. So do you want us to go out and scout your player to replace them? So I like it. Yeah, one thing I found is that I'm, when I do my squad planning for the next year, it's quite early on in the kind of after the, the last season. And I find that the timing of it, I've, I've done quite a lot of signings already. And I've got like not a lot left in the bank and they're like, right, so we should sign this player. Well, I can't, I've got no money left. So maybe it's me just being a bit premature as normal or whether it's, you know, whether it's maybe just time slightly a little bit, a little bit late. And I also don't, because you have one at the start and one at the end, right? I think somewhere in the middle, there should be like a little checkup. How are we getting on with signing these players? So. Um, one of the things that sort of piqued my interest was the fact that you can send your analysts off as well and, and like look for sp- yeah. p- uh, particular statistics or kind of, you know, levels that a, a player is playing to. I mean, like and immediately, um, obviously I thought of Dupe last year doing his Moneyball save with Swindon, um, but this year obviously Herb's doing one with MK Dons. Is, is this something do you think you will use or try and, try and get something out of? Yes, for sure. I'd be inter- I haven't seen any of them come back and the use of some of the analysts out yet on that. But definitely, if you know that you're looking for certain certain statistics to beat and you've got your, just like I do, I've got my squad screen set up. So whenever I'm looking at, especially at the moment, looking at free transfers and just having a look at their form, how they're getting on, just that quick comparison to be like, where are we sitting with our players on the key, what we've decided are the key statistics for those roles. So yeah, I think like same as Joe, I think it's really good. I think timing, I, I just worry that they don't, they don't go out and they don't have enough time to scout. If you're adding new ones, if they're bringing them to the table, it's brilliant. Cause they're like, right, we think you should be signing these players. And I'd be like, yeah, kind of agree. Cause actually looking at the squad depth, that is where I want. 
let me see what you've let me see what you've got. You throw me some scout reports, and then I can go through and say yes, no. But if I'm going, actually, you've missed it. I need a left back, and this is what the begin, right at the beginning of the, the the January period. I think it comes like mid December. Well, if I want to make a decision, get them scouted and get them out, that's like a two or three week process of scouting. So I don't think that timing wise, I think it needs to be a lot earlier. So you know, you could if you're asking them to go and get something that you know you're going to get scout reports back and full scout reports and analyst reports. I think one of the things I'm falling foul of at the moment is having not enough scouts and trying to get full scout reports and full analyst reports done and the time it takes if you're scouting a lot of players. Um, but as a feature, I really like it. Like Joe said, you do your squad planning. Normally we all do it manually. It's there. It pings up. It says to you, you know, this player's going to go out of contract at the end of the year. So what do you want to do with him? Uh, and you, then if you're playing a little bit more hands-off, I suppose, you can go in and go, actually, do you know what? I don't normally jump into scouting. I let people just do it. Actually, go and find me this position with this age range. Go on, bugger off. That's what I want. So, um, no, I like it. Does it, do they do it at the end of the season as well? Or does that, does it, is it before the transfer window closes? Before the transfer window closes. Closes. See, like, you kind of think on it after your last day yeah. of the season, you kind of go, right, what are we going to do over summer? So that yeah. that might be something to raise on the on the forums as kind of can you move the meeting dates because I think if you're going to do a summer of transfers, I think it's quite publicised, isn't it? That they always say the teams that are best in the transfer markets are the ones that don't do anything on transfer deadline day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that might be something that we we could look at if it can be moved or you can pick the date that you have the that meeting. Would be class. But also the quality of your scouts and your analysts is going to be tested. So if you if you've got a technical manager that's kind of looking after your staff recruitment, are they good enough? Are they bringing the right people in? Or if you're doing it manually yourself, are you bringing the right people in? Are you looking for the right staff attributes so that you get the best reports coming back if that's the only thing you're going to rely on? So it's, there's a lot to take into it if you kind of, if it starts going in depth and you use that feature kind of solely for that little transfer period. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it would be cool, like you know, in the same way that you can like hold a team meeting, but you can only hold it every so often. Maybe if you're in charge, you know, if you've allocated the staff responsibilities where you're in charge of transfers, because I know some people like to play, you know, sort of almost true to life now, as with a director of football in in charge of transfers, if you like. If you're in charge of transfers, you should possibly you should probably have the ability to call one of those meetings, kind of a little bit ad hoc, um, you know, with maybe with the restriction of of like I say, with like a whole like a team meeting, where you can only call it within certain times. But definitely something for SI to consider. Yeah, or or like even maybe when they're due or coming close to being due, you can all always like almost select. Almost, you know, like when you select pre-season right at the start of the season and you can select how many weeks long you want pre-season to be, you can maybe select how many weeks before a transfer window is for you to have this meeting. Like Herb said, you you might have one right at the start of January, but by the time they've suggested all these, you know, players, you haven't quite got enough time to, you know, get the right reports or make the right decisions. If you said, right, let's have one the second week of December, just before the mad Christmas rush with the fixtures, and then you've still got two or three weeks to get me some reports on players. So when January hits, we can start making the moves. I think just little things like that. But to be fair, I, I've, I've obviously I've, I've had a quick look at them, but I've not really sort of looked really in depth into into them because it's still my first save. I just sort of wanted to go bang with all the transfers, signing loads of players and 
I like how it's obviously got the club vision factor into it. Obviously, a lot of the players that they're going to re recommend, they are trying to nudge you towards that club vision. With Wolves, you've got to sign Portuguese players. So the board are really pushing me towards that. And then I'm linked with, you know, like Agro Santos or whatever, I don't know, whatever player you want to link in there. So <laughs> Can I, we get me some? Know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've, I've sort of ignored it, to be fair. But I think w reading the article, especially the analyst thing, I didn't know that was a thing. And I, I know a few weeks ago I said how much I hated XG, but if I could get a report on how good someone's ex mm. a player's XG is, even though he's maybe only scored five or ten goals, but his XG's sky high, it's maybe a player that you can work with there. So I think I'll be using that a lot, a lot more in the future. I was going to say, has anyone had a recommendation from one of those reports they've actually signed someone? Yeah, I haven't had any. So I'm I'm playing as Villa at the moment. I've signed three players on a free transfer at the start of the season. I've got zero budget until next year, so um, I've not really delved into the transfer market at all yet. But if you hence, have a look at those, hence why I've kind of let these pass me by because I figured yeah. there's not a lot of not a lot of value in me kind of getting involved with this now because they're kind of making suggestions based on the here and now rather than next season or or you know or or beyond that. They do take into account though your transfer budget, and wage budget, because that's one thing I've delved into them because. At Don's, I don't have a lot of money. They're not spending any money, but they've thrown through a load of uh, free transfers and I've taken them on trial and actually had a look and gone, oh, do you know what? To be fair, then maybe that person's not so bad. The one thing I'm coming unstuck with now is work permits. They don't seem to factor that in so well, but I have had a look at a few of them and gone, well, there's no reason me not taking them in and having a trial or throwing a, a single scout report in on them. And a few of them have been quite good. I, th I feel like it's a bit like they've just made the, the asking a director of football for a recommendation thing into a full meeting now rather than a few buttons used to click. I don't think that's a bad thing though. I, no, no. I'm it's something that I only really kind of started using last year was a director of football um, recommendations. I think that I'm actually really intrigued to see how well this plays out down in the, the bottom of the bottoms because yeah, they're reckon, we're like the United, they're recommending me yeah, like players like Latoro Martinez, Neymar, Ronaldo, did we sign them all? We did, but that's, I knew them before they recommended them, right? Like when I have no knowledge of the local area and they want me to sign local players and French players and from the lower domestic leagues, then well, the only way I'm going to do that is by taking advice from my staff because I don't know. So it might be very beneficial to me. It might become my kind of my little favorite thing. So come back to me on this one in about six weeks time and we'll, we'll, we'll see. Hmm. I think it's definitely going to be a feature that is is going to grow on people. And like you say, Dave, I think it's when... I think at the moment, a lot of people have started with big saves or have started with top top division sides with that little bit of money and thinking in the back of their own minds, you know, oh, I'm going to sign this player, this player, this player. And I think when you do have a bit more of a challenging save and you need that little bit of inspiration, which I think everyone goes through on the game, they are going to be using this to help out, but... I think I think it's good. I think especially if you if you build like I know Joe, you like to build a good good backroom staff. So you know you're gonna trust your coaches and your scouts and your technical directors and your director of football's opinion a lot more. I think this is gonna be really useful for for when you've built a good a good backroom really. So I've been it, uh, I've been getting ruthless. If I, <laughs> if I see my technical manager bring a member of staff in this shit, he gets sacked. If I get recommended a player by a scout and he's shit, he gets sacked. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> don't be bothering me if you haven't got good, good recommendations. 
on your I'm going to go a little bit off tangent here, but along with Joe saying, on your finances screen, does it tell you how much compensation you paid out this year, Joe? Because I'd be intrigued to know. If you're just sacking them left, right, and centre. I could probably look, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to sell a couple more of their, their products they sell and they'll be fine, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, def- definitely uh, an article worth checking out, uh, as we say, on the, uh, the Football Manager Byline website. We'll make sure we leave a link to it in the description of the podcast as well. And uh, as always, let us know at Five Star Pod on Twitter what, you've, what you're thinking of the recruitment meetings feature, if you've been using it and so on as well. But yeah, it'd be uh, good to, to hear off you. But without further ado, it's time to move on to Curtis Quiz. Curtis Quiz. Hey. Um, yeah. I hope we're yep. all good. Um, ten, ten, <laughs> again, standard 10 questions. Uh, no Viking Dan rule. Can I, oh, can I, can I, can I just tell a little anecdote from my stream about the Viking Dan rule? Go on. So there's a, it was Bryce Gaming in my chat said that when him and his family do quizzes, um, they, they implement the Viking Dan rule. They implement the rule, but they haven't got a clue who Viking Dan is. So, <laughs> brilliant. so we are definitely influencers there. Tremendous. Below the belt will be uh, we're trying delighted to, by that. Well, we're trying to work out where it all came from. And I think Joe said the fact that Dan said his name and then didn't say anything. And then we went, well, actually, yeah. now we've got to penalise him. So we've now implemented the Viking Dan rule. So if you don't, if you get it wrong, you get minus one. I think oh, that's jumping in back, early. But I'm pretty sure that's what he used to do. He'd go. Dan. He used to jump in early. Yeah, he'd jump. He jump on like the third because it's when it, that was when then Curtie kept trying to change the. That's, that's when Curtie cared. Is what he said. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's what you're that's saying. Um, the thing is, you all, you all sort of bought. You all got used to it, so it became less yeah. effective. Because yeah, you did it every week. Um, yeah, maybe. But yeah, Maybe so that's a little fun fact. So if anyone that listens has start, just started re- recently listening to the podcast and knows that, that answer to that trivia question, please let us know. Answers on a postcard. Hmm. Right then, to the quiz. Uh, so yeah, 10 questions. Um, some are based on Football Manager. Some are based on content around Football Manager. Uh, some feature some of the people in this pod right Ooh. now. Exciting. So, yeah, very much so. So, uh, for question number one, if you get at least two of these, you get half a point. If you get all four, you get the full point. Okay. So, question one. Buzz in when you're ready. Not including match preview or match review, name three training sessions that come under the match preparation category. Obviously, Spotlight was on Foxy's training video. Uh, how many week, we got to get right? Um, three. And what can't we use? You can't use match preview or match review. Dupe. Dupe. Match practice. One. Match tactics. Dupe. And teamwork. One point. Well done, sir. Could have also had defensive shape or attacking movement. Didn't know. All beneficial no. for match preparation. I put them both I, in a training session. This we talked week. about training on stream today. To be fair, no, <laughs> I have I have embraced the foxy videos, uh, yeah, and I've, it's really good. It's working out well. Um, 
That, that's not, no, I'm not Doobs having that. On Hang on, let me let me. I mean, it was a, if you knew that, you would have buzzed in straight away. And Doob was there like, no, I've, um, I've got the game open. I have got the game open. But I've got oh. a brand new save with Red Star to try and get to make it look like I knew what the what, what I did my he research. Was, he was setting up his training right now. Actually, <laughs> yeah, we're just setting up training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually like training. Come on, lads. To be fair, you do like training, but you definitely cheated. <laughs> no, I'm not having that. I'm as not, long I'm as we're not. all comfortable with the fact yeah, that you definitely yeah. cheated. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not, right. Out of respect, I'm not answering any more questions. <laughs> Good. Uh, right, question two. What are the three types of goalkeeper coaching? Joe. Joe. Goalkeeper handling, shot stopping... And I can't remember the other one. Doop. Date. Oh. Yes, half a point for Joe. Go on, Doop. Goalkeeper distribution? Yeah. yeah. Half a point for Doop. I, I am playing the game now, so just, just see your way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I knew All I'd reel you in. Out of respect, I'm not going to answer any questions. Answer questions straight away <laughs> from the same screen that he's got open. Um, <laughs> no, that's on staff recruitment, but okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that's too difficult. Qu I had to click twice. <laughs> Question number three. In the medical centre, which we all use, I'm sure, there is a page that offers a season summary of your squad injuries. In that screen, you can see how many injuries a player has suffered that season, how much time he has missed, and what other metric? Dupe. Dupe. Type of injury? Incorrect. Not really a metric, but... Joe. Joe. How many games they've played? Incorrect. We buzz back in. What? Yeah, I'll allow it. Was Joe close? No. Okay. <laughs> I won't buzz back in. No. So what were the two that was there, Curtis? The two are yes. uh, how many how many injuries in total a player has suffered that season? How much time he has missed? And what other metric? Dave. Dave. Most common injury? Incorrect. Herb, do you want to have a go? Before well, I, uh... I'm assuming the time he's missed is percentage of season. Missed. Why would you assume that? Okay, Herb. Percent Herb. of season missed. Correct. Oh, hey. I thought it was the same thing. No, the t it gives time days. as in days and months or oh, days, weeks, yeah. and then the percentage of the season as a whole. Well, I'm glad I waited till the very end before jumping. Such a popular popular page. I don't know how we didn't get it. That's, that's the only metric I look at is percentage. <laughs> of, I look at who's missed the biggest percentage because it's the quickest thing to look at. Yeah. Right. T again, you get two of these, half a point. What are the four key attributes for the staff position of loan manager? <sighs> Use that a lot. Uh, Joe. Joe. Man management. Yep. Uh, judging player ability, judging player potential, yep. and negotiating. Yeah. No. Oh. You do get half a point if someone can name the other one. That's half a point up for grabs. Is it working with youngsters? No. Oh fuck. It's a weird one. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's why I went negotiating because I, I know there's another role, isn't it? It's got that, and you go, "Why is?" I would have thought negotiating that? would make more sense, personally. Yeah. But Dave, dupe anything? 
No? No. I want to say something stupid, but I'm not going to. The is answer it, is... Is it data? Is it what? Is it data? One of the data ones. Analyzing data it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a loan manager. Yeah. Okay. It sort of makes sense. Yeah, they're going to analyze it. It's, it's, it's well, probably they're, they're, for the reports they send you. Yeah. 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 Oh, that makes sense. Right. Question number five. Tough one. Friend of the pod, Dr. Benji, will soon begin his return to Thames FC on YouTube. But what is the name of the lower league Swedish team he is currently oh. managing on Twitch? Joe? Joe? I don't actually know. I think it's like Ilkerkusen or something. Yeah. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take oh! that. I could have just guessed that. Guessed. I'm going to take well, that. No, I knew it was Ilkerkusen. 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 Ilker
Correct. Shout. I looked at Did that one. Guess, I, I signed. Anyone guess Messi's just out of interest? Little bitch. No. Is, is he perfectionist as well? No, he's driven. He's driven. driven. Oh, he's a downgrade. Because mm. I think isn't there's uh, only a couple of them that have got perfectionist. I think Testagen's one of them. No, Manuel Neuer, one of the goalkeepers. Well, that's not the next question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. The last one's a proper tiebreaker one. So this is the last question. Uh, Spotify Wrapped obviously made waves on Twitter this week and lots of our lovely listeners shared the love by posting pictures of the five-star pod being the most listened to for the year. In the games category on Spotify, we're actually ranked in the top 30 for the whole of Great Britain. But can you tell me what our position is in the rankings at the time of recording? What, right now? Yeah. I mean, Herb. Herb. 20, 26. No. Uh, <sighs> Joe. 13th? No. Dave. Go on, Dave. 15. No. Anyone close? Yes. Dope. Dupe. 19. I'll tell you what, you can have, all have one more guess. If you get it within one, you can have it. You can have the point. 19 is my first guess. Uh, no, no, that wasn't that. But you can have another guess. Herb. Herb. 20. I think we all figured. Two. No. Oh, fuck this. Dave. Could give Go us on. A clue. Eighth. Wow. No. Ambitious. Oh. Yeah, real ambitious. <laughs> Dupe. Come on, top two. Go, go on, Joe. Oh, go on, Joe. 29th. That's the point. It is 28th. That's my, so, that was my guess. Was it? No, I just looked it yeah. up, apparently. So. Unlucky. My guess was Unlucky. 14, so yeah, it's miles away. Half. Right, so we've done nine questions. This is where so, we don't uh, need a tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, we don't need a tiebreaker. <laughs> um, Do it anyway. All right, well, okay, closest wins, right? Okay. Closest wins. So, Ronaldo, you can have one guess. Ronaldo played a total of 292 matches during his time at Real Madrid. How many goals did he score for Los Merengues? Oh, Joe. wow. Joe. 297. 297 is the guess. I don't think that's a guess. Any advances? 302. 302. Fuck it out. Um, I know he's hit 750 last night, didn't he? Mm. He spent most of his time there. Come on. Um, I guess. Oh, so what you went through to? I'm going to, Herb's got the advantage here. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go higher. <laughs> than Dave. Uh, oh no, cause it's lower. It's going to be lower. Joe's is going to be close. Um, I don't know. 300. Would you go t- two, Dave? Yeah. If it could be uh, 309. That's nah, not that. Herb. 290. 290. Fuck knows. I can tell you Terrible that the Joe's answer. Gone. I think Joe's spot on. Is 300. Ooh, Dave, eyes. And 11. Wow. Wow, it wow what a record. 311. So Duke gets the point. I went statistics. Wow. Uh, probability. Right. I don't know what it That's is. Ten- Ten questions, as promised. 
311 uh, so, goals. That's mad. Yeah. Mm. How many games did he play? 292. Two. Wow. Fuck no. no. And he's not the best in the world. Madness. He is. Right, in last place today with zero points is our host, Mr. Dave Azapardi. <laughs> he had things on his mind. I didn't have FM open today. In second place with one point, nice to not be bottom, is uh, Mr. Herb the Nerd. Yes. In second place, just pipped to the post there right at the end, is Mr. Friday Night FM on four points. So our winner on four and a half points. Wow. That's nasty. Dupe. I can't believe you let us play the last point. Joe won. That's nasty. This is you humble. Hashtag humble. I can smell Mate, my tea. Just keep FM open every every week. <laughs> Mate, I'm not having I'm this. Joking. <laughs> I'm not having this. I don't give a fuck anyway. I got a ten part special on training and fucking t- match preparation next week. Lies. Eyes. Emoji. Oh shit, we're not. Right. My tea's on well, its way. <laughs> Like Kurt, he made up, uh, made out earlier, or spoke about earlier rather. Uh, thank you to everyone who shared their Spotify wrapped images with us. We'd love to see, obviously, the podcast mixed in with some other really mainstream podcasts. Uh, but it never stops. We'd be really grateful if you could take a minute out of your day to drop us a five star review on whichever podcast platform you're listening on, as it really helps us and helps the algorithm work its magic in making us visible to new football manager players. But that does bring episode 172. To a close, you can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and the WeStreamFM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting WeStreamFM.com where you can also find the blogs and videos that have been released this past week. That includes my Season 2 review with Wolves, the introduction to Joe's new save, plus many, many more. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening and there will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye.